Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Settle for More podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Wright, and I have designed this space for you. Yeah, you, the woman who is ready, ready to walk out on her fears, step into her dreams and own her power by shifting her mindset from feeling not enough to taking action and to becoming more than enough whilst settling for more. And today I want to talk about something that is really, really important. Oftentimes we hear the terminology and we think that, oh, that won't happen to me because I am not lucky. So what is luck? How would you define luck? Luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. I'll say that again for some resonance. Luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. Self-leaders, CEOs, let us be very intentional this year about being lucky by creating the opportunities for ourselves when we take the time to prepare. So fear, lack of confidence, and low self-esteem tend to make us jump to conclusions. What's the conclusion that we jump to? If what we're facing is near to our hearts, We have a tendency to expect the worst. So sometimes when something is really important, sometimes when the result that we want, you know, we're holding on, we're holding on and we're hoping deep in our hearts sometimes because of fear, because of the lack of confidence or self-esteem may be low. What happens is that we have a tendency to expect the worst. We then, in those moments, miss so much, including opportunities, opportunities to change when we jump right from the middle to the end. So sometimes we don't take the time to go through the different steps that are required. And as a result, there is so missed opportunity and we tend to say, oh, I'm not so lucky or Jane has that because Jane is lucky or Sue has that because Sue is lucky. What we didn't see, what was happening in the back end to Sue or what Sue was doing in order to prepare herself to receive this. And I often use the example of individuals who are wanting to start businesses right? And we get up and we say, oh, I want to start this business. And we may try a thing or two and we don't get the response that we want to get, maybe because our confidence is low, maybe because our self-esteem is low, maybe because we kind of sort of want it, but because we've tried it before and we were not successful, a part of our soul is expecting that we won't get it. And so as a result, we don't prepare for success. Right. I think that's the step that we miss. So you may start something. And you may be on the journey, you're doing your one step, two step. And then you jump right from step number three to step number 10. And then there is failure. You're not successful. And you label yourself as unlucky for getting to be true to yourself and asking yourself, did I prepare for success? So sometimes let's go back to our business example. 
We want to start a business. It's, it's a dream of ours. We know the kind of business we want to start, but you have not done the groundwork. Oftentimes when I'm having coaching conversations with people and things that they want, and they'll go, I have this great business idea. I can see the clients. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to make a million dollars. That seems to be the buzz thing right now. And then I will say, do you have a business plan? Sometimes we don't even have a business plan. And what they will say is, oh, Nicole, if only I could get some money. And so here you are. You landed on $10,000 because that's probably what you need for the business. But you realize that your execution strategy is messy because you do not have a guide or a business plan to follow. You've not done any feasibility study. You've not done any market research. You don't know if the location is right. You're going a lot with soul, right? And that's why I say it is important as self-leaders that you connect your leadership skills with the spiritual aspect of you because they go together. My grandmother would always say, God is a God of order. God is not a God of confusion. So if you have not prepared to receive the things that you desire, and if you desire these things, I absolutely believe that you deserve them. If you have not done the work, if you have not done the research, if you are jumping from step number three to step number five, of course you will feel unlucky because you have missed some steps along the way. Oftentimes, when we get really excited about something, when we really want something, when we see the possibility of something, we get so excited and we allow that emotion to take over that we miss the steps. So the head and the heart has to go together. The heart says, this is what I desire. I'm super pumped. I'm super excited. The head will say, have you prepared to receive the things that you are asking for? Sometimes we say, oh, I need this job and I'm going in for this job. But you have not taken a look at the skills that you have. You have not updated your resume in the way that it should be updated for this particular role. Yet we go out and we are disappointed. Sometimes we know what our gaps are, but we're ruling with head so much. We're ruling with heart, sorry, not head, so much, right, that we forget these steps. Sometimes as well, we rule with our head so much that we miss the opportunities to enjoy the journey. And so that can be a demotivator as well. And so that is why when we talk about self-leadership, the two main components of self-leadership happens to be heart and head, the mindset and the skill set. You need to ensure that you may have the skills, yes, but do you have the right mindset? Have you decided the feeling you want to get? Because believe it or not, you can have all the strategies in the world, but if you don't have the right mindset determining how you want to feel and how you want to be in those moments, you're not going to be successful and vice versa. You could spit out all the affirmations that you want. You could have a whole book of affirmations. You could know the Bible from Genesis to Exodus. And you could be spitting out psalms and getting into the Holy Spirit every time you think about that goal that you desire to have. If you have not put the strategies in place, 
then you will not be successful. So sometimes when we see individuals winning, as we want to call it, and we're thinking, oh man, why is it that Jane is doing that or Sue is doing that? I've tried that. It's not working. We don't know what happens behind the scenes. We don't know how long somebody has been working and toiling their soil. We don't know what she's been through. We don't know her disappointments. We don't know her failures because oftentimes what people will share with you is the end result. A lot of people will not share the process. And so your job then is to make sure that you have a proper plan and a proper strategy and steps to follow, right? And that's when you get lucky. So luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So if you have prepared, if you have done the work, when the opportunities come to you, you are ready to receive them. A lot of us have the popcorn mentality. We want it and we want it now. So forget about all the steps, Nicole, because, you know, I've said my prayers. I've said my affirmation. I'm calling these things into my life. But sis, you can call the things into your life. But if there's no preparation for them, there is going to be a problem. There is going to be a serious problem. Just like you're planting the seeds, but you haven't done the work in terms of the soil. You haven't, you know, toiled the soil, you know, make sure it's watered properly. Make sure there's some fertilizer that's needed. You don't even know if the, if, if the bulbs or seeds that you're planting, if you're planting it in the right season. So when something is close to our hearts, sometimes we get so emotional that our heart is leading and intellectually we're not doing anything. When we say we're spiritual beings, it means then that the intellectual component comes in because if we believe that we are created in the image and likeness of God, we want to look at all aspects of God and look at how the world was created if you believe in the creation story. In the beginning, what happened? On day one, something happened. On day two, something else happened. Three, four, five, and six, something else happened. So when you read the story in Genesis, you'll realize that the fish didn't come before the sea because they would have died. And the, and, and the, the trees didn't come before the land. So start thinking about the steps that you are taking if you want to create a world for yourself as God did, that is filled with a lot of opportunities and possibilities. You know, we want, really want to break it down as to the things that we're doing this year. We want to be strategic. COVID has taught us a lot and we want to use the information that we have been taught to elevate our lives, right? So if you believe that luck will get you there, that's not the right mentality to have and you're setting yourself up for failure. So think about those goals and projects that you're working on and ask yourself, ooh, do I even have a plan to execute this? Do I know what success looks like? Do I know the different steps along the way? And even if you know them, are you prepared to go through the hills and the valleys and to get the things that you need? A lot of us believe in the law of attraction, but remember that you attract onto you that which you put out into the world. So if you're not putting out any effort, if you haven't done the work, 
if you haven't prepared to receive these things, what you will attract into your life, into your world and into your affairs is chaos. And then you label that as being unlucky. It makes you even more fearful to move ahead. It takes your confidence away and it lowers your self-esteem even more. And so my question to you is, have you done the work? Are you prepared? So when the opportunities come your way, you can say, damn, this is luck. Because that is all luck is. When you are ready, and it means that you are mentally ready. So you've done all the things, all the work that you need to do mentally. Because sometimes we reach for more. More is coming to us. But if a part of you is saying, I don't believe that I deserve this or, oh, this could never be happening to me, then that is a repellent. So you have to work on two things, your mindset and the skills that you have to execute on the vision that you are desiring to manifest. I hope this is making sense because this is where I think the missing part of the puzzle is a lot of us are so set on mindset, which is phenomenal. If your mind is right and you don't have a strategy, so you don't have the skills to execute on whatever it is you're desiring to have, it will not happen, hon. And if you have all the skills, but you don't have the right mindset, then that is not a formula for success. right? The Bible says faith without work is dead. Point blank, period. The Bible also says by the sweat of your brow, you shall eat. And I'm quoting the Bible this morning because I know sometimes we tend to lean on that side and we use that as a cushion. We use that to be lazy, we use that as the reason we're not going after our dreams and our goals because, you know, God says in Jeremiah, I'm gone. My plan is to prosper you definitely. But have you prepared for the prosperity that is coming to you? Here is what I do believe. I do believe that it is there for everyone who chooses to do the things that are required to receive it. Point blank, period. So if there's something that you're going after and you recognize that ooh, every time you hit it, it seems as though you are failing. And so you're telling yourself you're not lucky. Go back to step one and take a look at where you desire to go. So be begin with the end in mind, but don't jump to the end. No, you're going to have to work backwards. What do I need to do based on where I am right now to get me there? What are the skills that I have? What are the resources that I have? What are the experiences that I have? Who do I know that can help me? Where is my mind? Am I in the right frame of mind? And that is why I say all the time that your emotional well-being is important. Because if it's not set right at the top, honey there's going to be a problem. There's a, a saying that when fish is, is being spoiled, it rots from the head, which means that a lot of the disconnection that we have begins here. It begins in our mind, right? And so we get our minds right. 
we exercise our minds. We decide what we're bringing into our lives. What are we allowing into our space? The thoughts that are coming, what are the thoughts that were? Because we, we can't control the thoughts, but we can control the reaction and the responses and how long we sit with those thoughts. And so if you notice a pattern, if you take five minutes a day to examine the way that you think and the patterns of thoughts that you have, be willing to say, ooh, this belief or this thought isn't serving me right now, right? We talk about emotional intelligence all the time. You notice the two words, emotional and intelligence. It means then that we're intelligent enough to examine the emotions that we're having, to determine where they're coming from, and to also be able to identify the triggers, right? So that when they're coming, we know what's happening before it happens. That is luck. That is how we prepare to receive the things that we know that we desire. And so look back on the things that you're wanting to have, the things that you're saying, oh, I'm not lucky. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to try that. Like, oh my God, look at her. Like, she's just so lucky. Oh my goodness. Like, how did she get that job? Oh my God. Like, how does she have that body? We need to stop and we need to say, we deserve all good things as well. And we're prepared to do what is required to have them in our lives. Okay. So. We don't want to be, be jumping from the uh, middle to the end. We want to go through the steps, right? Because along the way, you are learning certain things. Along the way, you may say, ah, I don't want to take a straight path right now. I kind of want to go up the hill and down again because there's something around the corner for me to receive, right? So we forget our focus and the goal when we poise ourselves up for failure. So we need to make sure that we're setting ourselves up for success. So when you think about, uh, let's say the Asian, Afri the Asian Africans, right? They know that no matter what is going to happen, it will not happen until it happened. That is a profound statement this morning. So it doesn't matter what's going to happen and how much you jump to a hundred steps. It will not happen until it happens. And so your job is to do the required work. Your job is to prepare yourself and preparation doesn't mean that you're going to sit back and wait. Preparation means that you keep your mind, you keep your skills sharpened, you are focused and focus means that there is clarity. Focus means that you have your eye on the prize. Focus means that you have the ability to block things that are coming into your space that is not in alignment with the things that you desire. But first, you must know what you desire. And the second, you must know the things that are in alignment with those things. Therefore, they were prepared for possibilities, the good and the bad, because we live in a world, right, where we're going to experience things that are favorable and things that are not favorable and the things that are not favorable are here to teach us a lesson, right? So how about we stop jumping to conclusions because you could be wrong about what the outcome is. How about we stop using our past results to determine what will happen in our future, but use your past results as a guide to say, 
Here is when I did X and I was successful. This is what I'm extracting from that. Here is when I did Y, mm, didn't work out as much as, uh, you know, as I'd hoped for it to have worked out, but this is what I've learned, right? Can we do that? Do not pull out in the middle. That is a waste of time. If you've started on a path, what I'd like to encourage you to do is to go through to the end. Stop pulling over on your goals and on your dreams halfway through because you're believing that bad things will happen or you're believing that you're not lucky or you may have started on the same path with Jane, right? You started together. Jane is probably your, your pal. You had this conversation, girl, this is what I want to do in 2021. I want to, you know, do this. I want to conquer the world. I want to make a million dollars. And you started out with Jane. Jane is over in her corner doing her work. You're just hoping and hope is not a strategy. And so when Jane hits her first hundred thousand, you're like, oh, forget this. Mm -mm. Uh, it's, it's working for Jane because she's smarter, because she's prettier, because she's white, because she's black, whatever your, your reason is. Without taking the time to examine, ooh, what has Jane done that I haven't done? It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It doesn't mean you're bad. It has nothing to do with you at your core. What it means, self-leader, is that there's an opportunity there for you to maybe acquire a new skill, for you to learn something different, for you to think differently, right? So we want to stay in our lanes that way. We want to be focused on our goals. Yes, we can learn from other people, but stop using their success as a measurement for yours because you don't know. A lot of times, all we see is the highlight reel. We don't know what's happening in the back end. We don't know the nights that Jane didn't sleep. We don't know how much she, she was up sweating and working and creating her business plan and updating her resume and reaching out to people, right? And getting doors closed in her face. We don't know that because sometimes Jane won't tell us that. Sometimes the embarrassment and all that, she doesn't want to share that and she doesn't have to, right? But we can't use what other people is showing us as a measurement for our success, allowing us to jump to conclusion that we're not lucky, allowing us to think that, oh, I'm going to give up on this one. It's not for me. And so we become restless, hopping from task to task, job to job, people to people, bed to bed, men to men, whatever it is you're moving from without staying the course. Stop pulling over in the middle of your dreams and of your goals. Just stop it. It's not serving you, sis. Take it through to the end. And even if the end result is not what you are hoping for, guess what? Hey, the next time you decide to do it again, you've done it already. So your competence is even stronger, right? Your skills are even more sharpened. So the next time you go again, you have more to go with, more to work with. And you may have to go a third time or a fourth time. But every time you go, if you prepare, preparation means you look at what you have, the resources, the skills, the methods, the strategy, the plan, whatever your terminology is. But you must be willing to do some work, right? And you examine that. You take a look at that before you start again, right? So don't pull over in the middle. Keep your faith. Uh, remember to, you know, have faith, trust, stay focused, 
put your best foot forward anyway. You may stumble, but don't fall and stay down. You know, we often, there's a thing I, I think about all the time. And I think about Oprah when she was doing her tour. I don't know if you remember, was it last year? And she was talking about balance and she fell down, right? And when she fell down, the audience is like, oh, you know, when the audience make all the sound and she just got up and she continued. She fell down, but she didn't stay down, right? I've been in training sessions. I was talking to my team and I train in high heels because I feel, you know, like powerful and I feel good when I'm in my high heels and I have stepped out of my shoe in the middle of a training. I am talking. And, you know, I'm doing the most because I have the information and I'm in my zone and I feel good and I step. And when I step, I was, my feet was like on the floor. I'm like, what's happening here? I simply stepped back, slid my foot into, <laughs> into my shoe and carried on. Right? It's the same thing sometimes. Sometimes you're going to stumble. Do not allow a speed bump to become a stop sign. Sometimes we have to slow down a little bit just to see what's around us because maybe there are some goodies there for us to take. Maybe we need to pause to sip some water. Maybe we need to pause to breathe. Maybe we need to pause to reset. But don't you dare pull over and shut off in the middle of your goals and of your dreams because it's so close to your heart and you're so afraid of failing that you do nothing, right? Remember, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So if you think about it, the, 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 the formula is that you have faith, that you trust, and you know that the end is only a reflection of the beginning. Isn't that profound? The end is only a reflection in the beginning. So here is your affirmation. The end is not here yet. And that is why I get so passionate and so fired up about talking about reaching for more because there is always more. It's not over until it's over. It doesn't happen until it happens. But when you decide to pull up, you know, in the dance hall, um, when, when, when I used to go to the dance hall, uh, back home and in, and the music is playing. Oh, it feels so good. And you get into the vibes, man. And you have your, your drink in your hand. And the, you know, when the music hits, you hold your head down and you move from side to side and the selector go, pull up. Sometimes we need to pull up so we can hear the song again and catch the vibes again. Sometimes you need to pull up. Pull up to let us say, wheel and come again, right? You're starting and you get the vibe, but there's something that you missed. The selector probably is thinking, ah, oh, man, these people in the dance aren't feeling the song as much. You're not feeling your goals as much. Pull up. But don't you dare pull over and stop on those dreams. Don't you dare give up on those dreams. Don't you dare think that Sue has it, Jane has it, Tom has it, Paul has it. I can't have it. Because it is there, the source is flowing in an abundant way, right? And we can tap into the source at any time. Sometimes you maybe need to hold your drink, hold your liquor corner and pull up to tap in again. Maybe you're running out of steam. 
Maybe you're running out of the energy. Maybe you recognize, oh, I'm not fully prepared to take the next step. Let me pull up right here. Let me pull up right here so that I can refill. So I'm giving you permission today to pull up, but don't you dare give up. Don't you dare stop reaching for more. Don't you dare stop going after the thing that's calling you daily, nightly, weekly, hourly. You want it so badly, you can hardly sleep. Yet you feel defeated because other people seem to be getting it. Or you feel defeated because you tried and so you're giving up. Remember, when you give up, you are not reaching for more. You're settling. We're not settling this year. This is the year that we go no matter what. Our dreams and our goals at this time has become non-negotiable. When you see someone else doing it and having it, what it's saying is, ah, there it's possible. The possibility exists. When you've tasted a little bit of success, you may not have gotten everything you wanted 100%. You may be at a 70 right now or a 60 right now, but you're not at one. You're tasting it. You're saying, Ooh, this is possible for me. This is possible for me. What do I need to do? How can I plan and prepare some more to get lucky? Cause we create our own luck. We create our own luck. The people that you see with the things that they have, they've done something to get it. We don't know what it is. Maybe ethical, maybe unethical. We don't know. We're not getting there, but are you doing what you need to do to get the things that you're desiring? And are you willing to do it in a way that's right so that you can sustain that? Oftentimes when we get these things and we haven't done it in the right way, here's the problem. You may get it, but you can't keep it because you don't know how to sustain it. When you go through the different steps and you follow your plan and you pull up sometimes, you tap into the source again or whatever resource is available, it means that you're becoming stronger and stronger and stronger. So when you get to the end and you finally receive the things that you're desiring, you'll be able to hold it and keep it. Yeah. So I want you to start examining those things and remember that nothing can happen until it happens. Do you believe you have the faith and the courage necessary to face the unknown? And how can you maintain the focus? Because when you choose not to, when you choose not to move ahead, you are in fact not settling for more. And so I'm leaving that with you today and just encouraging you to reach for more. There's always more, always another step, always something that you can work on, always something that you can tweak, always more opportunities there for you to tap into, to consider yourself lucky. And I do believe that you were made for more. And as a result, I'd like to encourage you to continue settling for more.